Chris and Jonna here with the Grow Yourself, Grow Your Marriage podcast. This is episode number 63. And part two. Part two from episode 62. Look at that. What'd you look at that? <laughs> oh, wait. Shouldn't it be episode 62, part two? No, maybe No, because we need to just keep going here. 63 sounds way better. we'll find that. We're literally saying that while you guys are listening, but it's not going to matter to you. So moving on. <laughs> moving on. So last week we talked about fitting in. Why is it so important to us to fit in and feel accepted and how to be weird, basically? Yeah, we basically showed you how to be weird. Basically. And today, we want to talk to you and give you some actual no, tips. No, no. We showed no. you why to be weird. Now, we're going to show you how to be weird, right? <laughs> basically. <laughs> yeah. Actually, we're just going to tell you how to stop caring what other people think, basically. Because I'm sure that that can help you in a lot of areas yeah. move forward with something. Yeah. I just I actually just came up with something that is going to be pretty valuable for this off the top of my head. So all right, here we share go. Share it, Chris. Well, not right now. I think uh, oh, there'll okay. be the right time. You let me know. Just be like, share your golden nugget. Like, okay. <laughs> oh, I just forgot it. Crap. So hopefully, oh my you'll gosh, remember it. Say, you're not going to be able to remember <laughs> it. We're getting weirder by I the minute. Probably write it down. But. Okay, so this is a nemesis of Chris. Actually, the first thing you need to do. First of all, wait. Should we talk about why you should stop caring what other people think? Did we, <laughs> Didn't we just why. do a whole episode on that? <laughs> <laughs> No, we didn't know. We did a whole Go episode. episode no, we did a whole episode on why we care what people think. Now we're gonna tell you them. You literally just said the same thing twice. No, I didn't. We're gonna no, find out. We did a whole episode on why do people care what others think? Why do people want to fit in? So now let's talk about why you should stop. That's not what we talked about. Okay. Yeah. Listen up. Listen up. So why yeah. why shouldn't you care what other people think, Chris? Well why is it important to not worry about if you fit in or not? Geez, it's important. Well, actually, I guess this does apply. So for us, honestly, I feel like the best advice we've both agreed on is we only care. And I think we've mentioned this before. We only care about people's opinions and what they think if they are where we want to be. And not always, though, because like our kids are not where we want to be. Like, I don't want to be a five year old and well, I care yeah. what she thinks. Okay. And, like, if you want to get place. Uh, no, no. And like our even like a parent or somebody. I, I think that it's more. Well, do you have the answer? Tell them. No, I want you to have the answer. <laughs> Go ahead. Caring about what other people think. Caring so much about fitting in robs you of your truest self. Ooh, comparison is a thief of joy. There you go. <laughs> it's true. It robs you of your truest self because if you are constantly trying to conform because you of fear, like we talked about in the episode, fear of not fitting in or fear of how you look or this or that, then you are actually lying about who you are. Well, get bold, Jonna. I'm just saying it's true because you're not being yourself. I am guilty of this in the past. I told Chris, I'll never forget. We were in Arizona. We were in a hot tub. We were staring at the mountains and we had like a deep like coaching oh. session. It was amazing. And we had money. And we had money <laughs> and we had a margarita and there were no kids with us to take care of. So, I mean, just that resort. That was beautiful. But in that conversation, I remember telling you that because I'm um uh, born people pleaser. I feel like an obliger, if you will. Uh, I can remember telling you, I really have a problem with feeling like subconsciously I alter myself depending on whom I'm around sometimes like whenever. So I have some tattoos and piercings and I feel like if I'm with other people who have tattoos and piercings, I have to bring up that I have tattoos and piercings. <laughs> or if I'm around like a pastor 
I would feel like I had to maybe edit my humor a little bit or be mm. careful with my words. Do you know what I'm saying? Unless it's Brian Tome, but yes. <laughs> yeah, unless it's Brian Tome and then I can say whatever. Say and he probably says it worse than I do. <laughs> right? No, I mean, it's just, it's something in me because of being a people pleaser and because of caring so long. What I, I really used to care what other people think about me. Yeah. I've gotten so much better at that recently for have, the reasons that we're going have. to list off. But I think that that's, something like I wasn't being I'm not being myself then if I can't just be myself then I need to stop do you know what I mean yeah does that make you sense know, you know that song from 98 degrees be true to your heart oh my gosh it, is it, so, is it Mulan? Wait, I just want you At to the know the last episode you referenced Mean Girls and NSYNC ah, and something Mulan else Mulan was good and then at the Musicals. end of that movie I remember I was like eight at the end of that movie I was like wow that, that's a great song was it 98 degrees yeah it was 98 degrees be true to your heart yeah we should play it no, we should uh, like not. afterwards not right now right okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but seriously so that is that's the biggest reason you are robbing yourself of your truest self and you're robbing yourself of things that you could potentially do if you weren't worried about what other people thought like a business like do you know how much chris and i have done in the last year especially chris that he could very easily be like i, I don't i don't want to keep going because i feel I, embarrassed I <laughs> awesome <laughs> what i said I can. Awesome. <laughs> yes, you can. You can keep going because you feel embarrassed because you've had to pivot a few times. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so if you were just looking at people looking at you, like even in our inner circle, we tell them our deepest everything and what we're doing. And yeah. they probably think some of them probably think we're pretty but, crazy. But but I think. Well, if no, go. You we, said the but you were saying but for me. Yep. OK, good. <laughs> we finish each other's sentences. All right. <laughs> so so dang it, I, I'm starting to lose my train of thought. But but. Basically, I think, ah, I'll say that again so I can say it again. What keeps in here? I said, Chris has had to pivot a few times in the business over the last year since we took a big leap of faith and we've been trying to listen to God and kind of figure out what he wants us to do outside of the podcast, how we're going to make money. Um, you can go to www.buymeacoffee.com slash gygym. Buymeacoffee.com slash gygym. Because that could help us. But um, no, that's embarrassing. See, I'm scared of what people think. Stop caring. No, I don't care. I'm letting you know that it costs money to put this podcast together. It does. And we appreciate those of you who have bought us coffee. Yeah, man. So nice. Seriously. Seriously. So what I'm saying is you've pivoted a few times. We've been trying to figure it out. It'd be easy for you to just not keep trying because it hasn't hit the nail on the head yet. And it's um, it could be embarrassed. It'd be possible that you feel embarrassed because you are a perfectionist type yes and you care what your circle thinks about you who sees you continue to do this but doesn't know you know not everybody knows well, what, yeah go. it's just so easy but. well this is a different point but it's just so easy to we have to understand i'll say it this way we have to understand like there's so much negative mind chatter in our own brains we really don't even need to let other people contribute to that Truthfully, there's so many, like literally you could see me on social media, put up a video and be like, he's, he's, he's decent at video. He's, he's confident in what he's saying and all these things. And you might not know that I took 20 takes to do it. You might not know that I had to show John and be like, Hey, you can just hit the nail on the head. Not because I'm worried about what other people think as much as like, I have a problem with perfectionism. I am always like, Oh, I could make that better. Oh, I think someone will resonate with this message better. I think this will help someone better. Blah, 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 blah. You know, like literally people have opened up what I do for coaching and programming stuff. And they've been like, this is gold. I'm like, nope, not good enough. Not even close. It's a D, you know, like it's so hard for me. It's so hard for me. I have a big, big, big problem with 
perfectionism. And that's a perfect subway. Be, subway. <laughs> subway. Are you hungry, Josh? <laughs> I'm hungry. That is a perfect segue because oh, number like one. Really bad, like, uh, that was really embarrassing. I know. Old, like just, just We're old. weird white It is almost joke. my birthday. Oh, when this comes out, it'll probably be my birthday. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Um, anyways, not that I care because I'm old now. Um, that's a perfect segue because the first thing that you can do to literally stop caring or, you know, move yourself towards stopping caring what others think is letting go of perfectionism because nobody is paying as much attention to it as you are, first of all, or you as you are. Oh, what's that quote? We're going to botch it. We'll probably We're together not, botch, it, to botch it. But <laughs> what is it? Like when you're 20, you think everybody cares. Like you think everybody's looking at you mm-hmm. when you're like, no, screwed it up. Uh, <laughs> already screwed it up. Basically, basically saying the older you get, you realize nobody's paying. Nobody was paying attention, attention already. Yeah. So not that nobody cares what you're about you, but like literally nobody's going to watch Chris's video and realize that his third take was actually better than his first take because they're going to get the same message out of it probably now th- look there's there's an element of preparation there's an element well, yeah. of there's an element of perfectionism in like the other direction of really not putting effort into things but yes the truth is perfectionism can be a killer but the root of perfectionism because at <laughs> i think all of us know that there's no such thing as being perfect so i think the root of perfectionism is pleasing others or or looking good right in front of others. So that's why I think it's so important to let go of that because you're, who are you, who are you trying to be perfect for? You know what I mean? Yes. True. And something I said, I put up a social story and I, and I said this for people who, who didn't see this, but basically it's so funny. Yeah. We're always striving for perfection, but the truth is the people that you see that have, that have really broken this uh, and been able to combat this, it's all about, imperfect action it's about realizing like okay you gotta fail a lot to get good and unfortunately like yeah i gotta really suck at something and then suck a little bit less and then a little bit less and then you become a little bit good and then better and great and 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 so on right so the first time i ever got on a mic hilarious Mm -hmm. right i i ran a podcast called the fit dad life john like honestly was a natural from the beginning she's gotten way better but truthfully you know because i like to talk (laughs) right but I used to have a stuttering problem, all this stuff. I have all these thoughts in my head. Oh, I stutter. I'm not, not good at my, getting my points across. You know, people don't like my stories, whatever. All, all these things I thought. So I put this podcast up called The Fit Dad Life. And I remember I take out my I take out my phone, the Anchor app. And I'm not kidding. I probably sat for three hours in my studio just like recording the first like 20 <laughs> seconds. Because <laughs> I was like, my voice is so stupid. What am I doing right Dude, now? Dude, it's it's like, what every it's single crazy. podcaster says. They're like, I heard my voice and I hated it. Right. I really didn't hate my voice. I just thought, <laughs> I remember thinking like, wait, is that what I really sound like? Yeah, you asked me that. And I was like, yes. Yes, that is your voice. <laughs> but my problem was uh, trying to sound very professional and more peppy. And then I just sounded fake. So now I just talk like how I talk pretty much. Yeah. I well, think. if you guys go back to the first like six episodes, you'll... You won't be able to tell maybe, but like we did a lot of editing and we we're like, oh gosh, it was like, so stressful. Ah, should we start over? Ah, I could have said that wrong or I said, um, I said this or... wrong. right. We we're, were taking out the um, oh like just truthfully the, the very beginning. We're like, okay, what's the message? Tell people what they need to know. And like, okay, guys. And honestly, ooh, can we tell no, them? I was gonna, no, I was going to do it. <laughs> okay. All right. So. Guys, we have an embarrassing confession. <laughs> this is super embarrassing. We're 63 in. So here it is, guys. We. <laughs> Wanted to call you guys. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang, hang on. So have you guys ever listened to a show 
where, can't answer you. where they're they're literally like they're literally like having a title for their tribe you know yeah, like so you're like, like john, building a tribe what's john lee dumas say john lee dumas boom and, shake the room yeah, fire nation fire nation right he calls so, his followers fire nation yeah his, his thing is entrepreneur on fire it's a great podcast and fire nation fire nation this fire nation that's so everyone has like their tag so me and john are like literally we need guys, something we put a whole episode together and what were we calling people i'm so embarrassed i said what i said what's up grow getters you know like instead of go getters you're grow getters because you're chasing growth and okay. i i i just remember yeah. we like your sister came over and we showed her the episode and she was trying she so died. hard she died of embarrassment not to make us feel like we were so ridiculous no, she was cringing it she was died so of funny i saw all of her face she's like okay because yeah. <laughs> it's just not like it's not how we talk it would be no. how we would talk being funny like sarcastic right. like, what's up like, what's up go brokeaters oh my gosh that was way worse <laughs> yeah so uh, but but you know what what were you trying to do we were trying to fit in with the bigger podcast we we're were. like big podcasts do this we're You're clearly right. going to be a huge podcast mm-hmm. and we need to call our loyal following something clearly right clearly. so so we thought we we had to have like this tribe thing to the point where it's almost like we wasted a whole day just trying to figure out what we'd call you guys and now we just say hey chris and Tony, <laughs> what's up guys stuff, your well podcast. it was just in it was very inauthentic and yeah. i think our mm-hmm. people would have been able to hear that it that it was very inauthentic yeah for sure so, so I, hopefully people resonate with just like okay chris is a jerk and john tries to lighten light lighten the mood <sighs> a little bit <laughs> you're not a jerk just sometimes just most of the time yeah so so that's a big one guys those of you who struggle with perfectionism i think the best way to combat that is just imperfect action because what you do is you build evidence for your brain to be like okay maybe i'm not going to let this beat me because if you if you take 20 takes to put a video out or something or you know a report at work or whatever right because you just want perfection, just literally delivering something that is that is good that you put time into that that you were prepared for, uh, knowing that you can spend your time on other things or whatever, right? But just that evidence is just so critical to be like, okay, cool, I put something out and I just I hit go, right? I literally, guys, one of the best things you can do if you've never done it before, if you have a message to get out, I was literally on a call with a guy today, and he goes, he goes, oh yeah, like I would really love if you created a video about this. Cause he, he likes my videos and I was like, why don't you create a video? And he's like, Oh, I don't know. You know? And I'm like, here's the thing, man. Like you got to flex that muscle. So flexing the muscle of imperfect action. Okay. So I like that, but for, for, yes, for whoever can't maybe resonate with putting a video out on social media or um, a podcast, actually this still is a video, but me, I used to think that I couldn't go places or I couldn't be on camera without my hair done well and my makeup on and like looking like my best. And I realized that that's stupid because nobody really cares. I don't need to care what other people think. Like Chris is looking at me right now, probably look a hot mess. I don't think I have any makeup on my hair's mess, but I know that first of all, I should only care what he thinks anyways. Happy birthday, babe. It's not, oh yeah. It's almost my birthday. <laughs> um, I'm kidding. I was insinuating. I'm just going to say happy birthday, but you look fine. You look great. Whatever. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, I had to let go of that. Like, okay, so this is still recording. So on my stories, I don't, I just like to share stories with people on my social media. I like to share the chaos of the real life that is yes. having kids for And you never kids. redo it and it's and, fire, dude. Well, that's what I was going to say. I, but there's been times in the past I had to let go of perfectionism. And really, I had to let go of caring what other people thought about me because there were times in the past where I 
would not record something I had to say that was important or share the real and the raw because of being afraid what people were going to think. So mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, I got to go put makeup on first before I can record this video. Mm-hmm. And then the fire's gone and I missed the moment to share mm-hmm. something or because I was afraid of... Right. Um, are you trying to rush me by saying, no. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep, right. Come mm-hmm, on, wrap it up. Mm-hmm. Um, or like being afraid because there were people in my life that were not my cheerleaders. They were crabs, if you will. Mm-hmm. If you, I don't know what episode that is. You talk about crabs. A lot of them. But I knew, uh, like I could hear their critic, their negative voice, their judgment of what I was doing in my head. So I would hold myself back again from my truest self Ooh, and preach. speaking about what I believed in or what my life looked like because of that. So, yes. Yeah, so, so it's the enemy of execution too, right? Because the truth is, and I love this, gosh, it was, it was Les Brown. He asked the question, what is the number one place on earth with the most potential? And people are like, oh, I don't know, Disney World? Like, they don't have a freaking <laughs> clue. California? I don't know. It's the most wasted potential. Your mind. The graveyard. Oh. Oh. The oh, graveyard. Because yeah. there's authors in those graves, right? There's yeah, writers. People who never told authors, their story. People who wanted to do that job. Yes. Yeah. Who, who didn't tell their story, didn't start a podcast, who didn't do this or that or the other, anything they wanted to do. I mean, it's, it's so powerful. So powerful. Yeah. It is. It, is, it actually makes me sad when you think about the people who just didn't take that step again back to because they were afraid of rejection or not being yes. accepted, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, because you're you're trying to fit in. But the funny thing is like the status quo is, well, frankly, really incredible people go against it. It's like Steve Jobs. like He is like the guy known for going against – Steve Jobs is the guy who founded Apple. I don't know if everyone knows that. But but. Steve Jobs literally was known for going against the status quo. He came into the company. They had like 100 products and nobody did this. He literally spent like months just deleting products, like deleting products. He said, we're going to focus on one thing, right? And that is this. It's like, whoa, amazing. Totally different perspective, totally different way to do it, right? But he was an executor. He wasn't afraid or if he was, he flexed that muscle enough to build the confidence. Can you imagine a world without people like that? You know what would be exactly. so exciting is if these two episodes would produce somebody who's been afraid to do something. Love like the, nothing gets Chris and I more excited but uh, than impacting others, but the ripple effect of impacting oh, yeah. others. So like we always think we don't care, honestly, how many people listen to our episode, but it's who it impacts. Like if you're hearing this and this sparks something for you and then you end up going to be the next Steve Jobs or even just a writer, an author or somebody that can share your story because you've been given the permission or the confidence to, and then that in turn ripples into and impacts a bunch of other people. Like that yes. gets me so pumped. Yeah, man, that's everything. <laughs> that That's, that's why we do this. Yeah, that's, everything everything it's like all we want that's all we want is to i think like i said at last episode just give you permission to i don't know dream a little ask questions think outside the box and not and not feel like you're confined to the status quo yeah and you can do it because you ain't in the graveyard yet you ain't but the truth is you ain't (laughs) like it's inevitable right death taxes inevitable unless you don't pay them but (laughs) (laughs) death and jail is inevitable death and taxes right inevitable right you can't escape it okay so so here's the deal it's are you gonna do that thing or are you not because honestly the choice is yours I, I, it's so funny 
I've been on calls with people before, not coaching calls, but people who were who were interested in like partnering up with me or something like that in business. And they're like, oh, but dude, you don't understand. I can't, I can't, I can't join this business or do this, or whatever. I got a kid on the way. I'm like, hey, guess what? Do you know when I started my business, I brought my wife home from I was making less money than her. Then I made more money than her finally as a trainer. Uh, and then I brought my wife home from work. Literally what it came down to guys, oh, this is a crazy story. What it came down to was my company who I was making a lot of money for in the training world. They came to me and they asked me, Hey, we heard your training on the side outside, uh, a different place. And a client of the client that you got from here asked you to do a corporate deal with the company. Is that true? I said, like, yeah, I want to be honest with you. And they're like, that's not allowed. And I was like, I didn't know that every connection from this client to you guys would, you know, was yours. And they said, here's a paper. They said, you have two choices, literally. And we'll, and we'll give you a day to think about it. You can go home and talk to your wife. But they literally said, okay, so you either give us the corporate deal that you just got from her, which was like 15 people and a lot of money, or you resign. And I was like, guys, I've been here for two years. I, you know, I've done a lot for this company in the last two years and helped and everything. And I had to go home and tell Jonna, literally Lola was on the way, our first. I had to go home and tell Jonna, like, oh my gosh, babe, like literally we have to make this decision. I'm either starting my own business now from scratch. Here we go. And this was 2015. Or staying here and staying chained to this company and giving away something that I something that I scored from kind of. Which, by the way, I do. you didn't solicit that that I person did came not. to you. I did not. I did not. But so the scary decision, right? Which, oh my gosh, there's a lot behind it, right? But the scary decision was, holy crap. And now we're eliminating an income by bringing Jonna home, right? We're having the baby, which who knows what that's going to look like. And I'm going off on my own to build my own business, hopefully being able to figure this out. And that's the decision we made. So I don't feel bad for you if you feel like, oh, but you don't understand me. No, dude. <laughs> you know what's cool looking back at that though is remember we had been racking our brains trying to figure out if we could make it work if we could start a business we didn't know at the time what it was so really this has been a long time coming what we've been working towards yes. because we had already had bitten been bitten by the bug of we want to do something oh, different. dude we sat on our patio nightly yep. just brainstorming mom boot camps like all yep. these kinds of ideas and so it's cool though because that was like the first thing that made you make the decision yes and so that built, like you yes. always say, that built evidence in your brain that you could do big things that were crazy and risky and still yes, survive. Everybody dreams, Donna. <laughs> everybody that's dreams. what I'm saying. You might not have made that decision right then right. if they wouldn't have put the ultimatum, but that's what pushed us to be able to do what we do now. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Crazy. I don't know how that related to perfectionism, but hopefully that was a good story for you. <laughs> I don't know, but it's interesting. Just showing how weird we are still. So stop caring what other people think. Stop worrying about fitting in. You first let go of your problem with perfectionism second knowing your worth and i feel like that ties into the last story right mm -hmm. knowing your worth and understanding like oh at the end of the day like what do i believe about myself like what do i believe i can accomplish what do and i love i love what you say from a spiritual perspective yeah knowing your worth for me came down to realizing that because, I mean, obviously we've talked about a million times here, we're Christians. I believe, I know that I'm the daughter of a king. I know that God loves me deeply and truly. And so at the end of the day, if I can really channel that and tune into knowing my worth through him, I don't have to, like literally anything a human being says to me does not matter because it does not come from my creator. 
So first, it's him. Second, it's my husband. I know my husband has told me that I am worthy. He has shown me that I'm worthy of love and happiness and success and all these things. So like at the end of the day, even with the negative thoughts of you feeling like your past defines you and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you helped me work through that because you were able to see past things. I didn't think that uh, I thought I would have to settle. You know, that's different. But but now I know I didn't actually it's not different because I didn't know my worth then before you. I did not know my worth. I did not know my worth before God. I did not know my worth before Chris. I did not know my worth. And so I uh, put myself in situations that further damage me. And like, you see this a lot with people, with women, especially um, putting themselves in negative situations and being in relationships where it's easy from the outside to be like, why is she with him? Like she's got a heart of gold or she's beautiful mm. or she's this or she's that. Gosh, she could do so much true. better, but the, it always comes down to they don't know their worth. And then it ties back into all the other things of being a fear of being alone and being rejected. And a lot of times women, especially, and I'm speaking from experience would rather be in a poor relationship and not be alone than realize their worth and be with somebody oh, who treats them my well. Atlanta. I know <laughs> I just preached it. Didn't I? It's true, man. It's you're, true. And it's sad though. It's so fire. sad. It's so sad, but, but it's, it's cause they don't know their worth. Nobody's ever told them mm. or if they have, well, or if they have, yeah. life decisions and people who have hurt them have made them think otherwise. Yes. And, and literally I, I've talked about my, my past and struggling with pornography and stuff like that and everything. And it's like, when you start to dive into like who these women or these people are like the man or the women or whatever, like usually this is a broken home. These are, these are, you know, honestly not to be too crazy here, but truthfully like people who have, who have, kind of given themselves away sexually that you know like come on look at look at how they associate relationships in their lives mm -hmm. truthfully usually usually not always usually daddy issues usually usually sexual just, yes, trauma sexual abuse trauma something like people just not understanding their worth and that's why i love you say like i love that you say like you know you're the daughter of a king and it's true it's people are like, oh god's so big god's just this being whatever oh whoa, whoa hang on dude Literally, if you believe it, God knows us, cares about us. And trust me, we have a lot of stories of how God has cared about us mm. and done miracles Insane. in our lives and Insane. stuff. And it's just it's just amazing. It's amazing. So so yeah, knowing your worth and and for for those of you who who aren't believers, right? And whatever. <laughs> that's okay. Well, like that's that's okay as in as in this, this is something we would obviously want everybody to consider because of what what has been so amazing such amazing transformation in our lives right but for those of you who would resonate at this angle from knowing your worth you also have to realize like you won't know your capabilities not worth maybe but you you won't know your capabilities until you try right mm -hmm. so if you had the business idea or if you if you are even scared to ask for a promotion you won't know if you're capable of that until you yeah. The worst they can say is no. Right? Which is what people are so scared of. That's such an uncomfortable conversation. Yeah, but if you know who you are, if you know your worth, then it's easier to write that off. And also, I want to say something too on that is I think this world today, society has taught us that negative feelings should be hidden from, should be pushed away, should be suppressed, should not be felt. And I want to say, I don't think that's true. Like, I think that's the only way, like Chris was saying earlier, you can flex that muscle is by going through and and 
sitting with those negative feelings or understanding that what they are and where they come from and then moving through them. So like if you're terrified to ask for a raise because you don't know your worth and because that's a, that isn't a comfortable conversation and you do it, don't you think you're going to have more confidence build up? Even if you get rejected, you work through those negative feelings, you accept them or, or recognize them, I guess I would say, and then you can grow from it. You can't grow by just staying in your comfort zone. Yeah. Well, and the other piece to that is we were talking about, you know, putting up stuff on social media videos or whatever. I remember I was like, Oh boy. Oh man. Should I start this podcast? Can I do this? Can I do that? Oh, these videos. I was like, there's just so much negative mind chatter, right? You know, what's interesting about kind of, kind of reframing things to know, to, to like know what you're capable of and like understand, like almost being able to combat that piece is realizing the truth is take all the people that are watching your video. How many would actually put a themselves mm-hmm. how many of them would actually have the kahunas to go do that themselves so anytime i've ever felt like unconfident or like oh what, like live for instance i did a couple of facebook lives and it's uncomfortable i'm not gonna lie even if i look even if i look okay uh like okay you look better than okay no <laughs> but <laughs> you mean confident even if i look confident like i'm fine or whatever you don't know what's going on in my head right you don't know if i'm like oh man i, I really hope i get this message across or whatever i don't look stupid you know but the truth is you ask yourself like how many of your friends that all your friends on Facebook, Instagram, everything, how many of your friends go live who aren't like big influencers and stuff? How many of your friends go live and share their thoughts? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's liberating to be like, Ooh, if I want to set myself apart. I can actually do that by doing things. I know the people that would probably judge me or I'm afraid of judging me. Yeah. They're probably not going to do that. Mm-hmm. It's just a nice reframe. No, that's good. And that segues into the next points, the next couple points. So the next one would be, Take your thoughts captive, and this is biblical, like it, in in a form of saying, take your thoughts captive before Jesus and giving them Him. But even unbiblically, your thoughts matter. Your thoughts about yourself and who you are and what you do shape who you are yes. and what you do. And I think I just I think that's something that I realized more and more in the last couple of years that I did not realize had such a detrimental effect on you on your body, on your mind, on how you perform and what you do and how you carry yourself and your confidence. Yes. And um, so taking those thoughts captive and, and like you just said, reframing some things and just how you speak to yourself. It's a couple, it's a multi-part yeah. here. Yeah. Well, master your mind or your mind will master you, right? Tony Robbins says that master your mind or your mind will master you. I'm going to say it again, master your mind or your mind will master you. Have you ever heard something so true. (laughs) Like, it's just incredible. Think about like, think about how we function, how we wake up, how like our, our energy levels, all everything's built around what we perceive on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Like, am I a good mom? Am I, Mm -hmm. am I, am I feeling guilty for the way I look or the way I'm acting or, or, or the, the the things I'm not accomplishing or the, whatever, you know, master your mind or your mind. Oh, 100%. No matter how much you know this, it's something you have to practice daily because our inner mind is, your inner critic is the most negative one of all. It's rough. I mean, the stuff (laughs) I've said to myself in my head, if I would ever say to somebody, like breaks my heart to, you know what I mean? So I think. Well, something I'll say real quick. I, my mind was mastering me the past few weeks really bad. Like I made, I made some, you know, in business, it's like you make this decision or this decision and it, it, one could be catastrophic or one can be like, whoa, high risk, high reward. Well, I made a bad decision. 
I made a bad decision that that cost us financially. Um, nothing to do with integrity or anything like that. Just a bad business decision, right? And it was eating me alive. I was like, crap, like this is bad. This, this, this could really cause some issues in our in our lives. And um, and I I was letting my mind just destroy me, like destroy me. And Jonna could see it and feel it, and she didn't know what to do. Uh, and I think I mentioned in uh mentioned recently, I, I did a 24 hour fast. I did a religious fast. I was like, uh, just praying. I'd never done a full religious fast. And I just like was praying and asking God to like kind of intercede on our situation. Like, Oh man, this is not good. Uh, and we were at some serious risk and upon like fasting and praying and all those things. One of the things that popped in my head was like, go take a walk and just like breathe and just be at peace. And okay. So yeah, clear mind. I went and I took a walk and I started just like coaching myself i literally took my phone out it was so weird guys literally took my phone out and i i opened up the anchor app i guess i talk about that all the time i should i should be a sponsor for them but i opened up the anchor app and i i started coaching myself just asking me all the questions i was like oh my god like what am i so afraid of right now like what what's the worst case scenario talking it out loud you know like what what is what is the thing that what's my biggest limiting belief right now that i believe that 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 is that is really like just m- killing my mind right now and, and just talking those things out and then i asked myself from a from an objective perspective like well if i was coaching myself right now if i was my own coach what would i tell myself to do you know what i mean and like oh it was a powerful walk i took like an hour an hour or so it's longer than that outside, i was like are maybe. you still are you right? okay <laughs> but that very day i put up something about like perfectionism and how it's kind of crippled my business and hurt execution and all this different stuff and put up some videos and just threw them out there and felt good and whatever you know but gosh at, at the end of the day it's just like your mind is so powerful and i was just so grateful that like fasting and praying and all those things could could give me uh could give me some peace about just going outside and like just talking to myself almost looking like a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Well, it helped you to realize it helped you to realize, I don't know. It gave you the epiphany that you needed by taking your thoughts and realizing how they'd been controlling you. And um, ultimately it came down to, again, a lot of it caring yeah. what other people thought and how it was going to affect our lives. How was it going to affect our status? How was it going to affect uh, how we look to other people? Like we kept saying, like, are we faithful or foolish? Like this feels, you know, cause we were letting the negative thoughts pop into our head with all the stuff we've been yeah. faced with lately. So I think that's one that's so important that we could talk about like forever. We're definitely going to do an episode on it. Cause it's something yeah. that's just highly impactful and, I think we can actually go through some, some steps on how to do it. Happen yes. from it. So Liter- literally. We will talk about literally it. miraculous. Miracles. 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 So the next one is perspective. Um, a way to stop caring what other people think about you and, and if you fit in or not is looking at the perspective. We talked about this earlier. One of them is people aren't thinking of you. Like they just aren't as much as you. It's so easy to overanalyze and assume that everybody thinks what you think that they think about you. And when in a lot of they're cases of themselves, yeah, they're probably thinking the same thing about themselves and they're probably, you know, we all have jobs and kids and responsibilities and you're not the first, the thing that's on their mind. Mm-hmm. I'll say something really quick. Uh, I had, I had a client uh, a few months back and, and we were talking about this and she was, she was really concerned going to the gym and she's like, I don't feel comfortable. I feel judged. I feel all this different stuff to make a long story short. The conclusion we came to that she 100% agreed with is she, was 
judging them for judge for potentially maybe judging her when yeah mm. the act the that act, was like the, the yeah no yeah the the truth was the truth was she was looking at people thinking like they're looking at me thinking I don't belong here blah blah blah, blah when very the funny thing is she was judging them before they even had a chance to right. right and they and actually a lot of people who are in a gym that look out of place ask yourself you who's listening unless you're a total jerk i guess i'll pigeonhole you here unless you're a total jerk if you see someone in a gym who maybe doesn't look like they know what they're doing and they look uncomfortable but they're getting in there and they're getting after it and trying to just figure it out is your mind like oh what a slob or is your mind like good for, good for her good for yeah. him right yeah. and that's the truth so master your mind or your mind will master you thinking about that perspective uh, but then also realizing yeah man like whoa, whoa whoa like don't judge others before they even judge you dude well, I have an example too. I think that's good. One for me, changing my perspective or realizing this this hard truth was, um, so I told you I had gone through some dark times, a rough past, and I got invited to a, an older a friend from that past um, ber- uh, wedding. Um, and we're still friends today, Like, but I hadn't hung out with her and the group of people from my past in a long time. Now they've all grown up and matured and everything as well. Um, I was terrified to go to this wedding because all I could think about was all the people that were going to be there that remembered me as who I was before Christ and like before my husband and just since I had changed and I could like, I just literally felt sick. You can ask Chris, like I was sitting, remember we were sitting in the parking lot. I'm like, I can't do it. I can't go see all these people who are going to like, they're going to be looking at me. They're going to be like, in my mind, they were going to be thinking about, anything wrong that I had done or anything, any night that I made a fool of myself or anything. And I put myself out of my comfort zone because I literally almost did not go because of this. Um, And I put myself in my comfort zone because I want to support my friend. And we went. And that night was such a night of healing for me because I was, I had the epiphany. I realized they don't care. They're not thinking about that. They've grown and matured too. Chances are they were doing this. I mean, not chances. Most of them were doing the same stuff I was doing back then too. Mm. They're not all sitting there watching me as I walk in. I'm not the bride. They're not all looking at me like, Oh, remember that one time. And like, it seems obvious, but like I needed that moment to heal me from worrying about, cause honestly, even on social media, I'd be afraid if they would see my post. I'm like, Oh, what are they thinking? Like, they're not thinking about me, right. you know, yeah, it's just, it is, but like, I needed it's that true. healing. I needed that healing. I needed to go and have conversations with some of those people and realize they didn't hate me or think that I was a bad person or a, a drunk or whatever, you know? Right. right. So yeah. Yeah. Man. I think that that perspective change was big for me. Another part to perspective is, and I think we either mentioned this time or the last episode is you got to realize that if somebody is hurting you or attacking your character or something about you, you need to take the perspective of hurt people hurt people. Yes. You know what I mean? They, it's probably about more about them than it is about you and who you are. And you really, you can't change what they think. So to, so basically don't internalize it. Don't take their opinion and, and stew on it. You know, it's true. I, I've, I've had my fair share of coaches and people with like super big followings and all that stuff. And it's so funny. They're like, don't look at comments because here's the funny thing. If someone has time to, you know, try and make you look stupid or whatever, right? Chances are like click if you if you were to take the time to click on their profile, they probably live in their parents' basement or are playing video games. Like not, 
not that I'll judge living in a parent's basement at any point in my life, but I'm just saying We've like, all right. But it's just funny. Like usually the people you look up to or you want in your circle are not the people who are going to bring you down. Right. right? Usually that's not the case. And so, yeah, you're right. It's hurt people, hurt people. They, they try. I, I remember there was a, there was, I had a bully when, when I was like in eighth grade or something. It was so weird. I, I wore rubber bands. And when I went to this new kid, new school, these people were like, what are you doing? You're stupid. Why you wear you... it like on your wrist? Yeah. Rubber bands on my wrist for some reason. I don't know why. Um, um, that was like a trend. I remember people doing that. Well, Hair ties, rubber bands. Apparently not in my school. Anyway. So I just remember in eighth grade, like some of the football players, like one kid in particular had a big problem with me and he would like snap the bands on me <laughs> and like all the time. I had like freaking welts. It was what? bad. Yeah. It was terrible. And, they would take other bands and like come up behind me and snap my back. And I was like, what is happening? You know, I'm just a new kid. Jeez, chill out. And, uh, and I remember like finding out later about this kid's story. It was like his dad lived in Texas and he was a mess and he hadn't seen his dad in years. And like his mom was drunk and just all these different things. I'm like, holy Lord, this is right. amazing. Like, this is why this kid is hurting me. Right. He was hurt. So he yeah. took it out on you. And that's totally the bully mentality anyways, is yeah. to bully somebody before they bully you because you're insecure that you don't fit in. So you got to stand out by attacking somebody. And yeah, we see a ton of keyboard bullies, keyboard warriors out there <laughs> in the social media world who honestly, if you knew their story, you probably wouldn't even be hurt by what they said. Cause you'd feel bad for whatever hurt they're going through, you know? Yeah, man. Again, but it's perspective. It's, it's, it's just perspective. It's perspective looking at, yeah, the big picture here. So, We've said, let go of your perfectionism, know your worth, take your thoughts captive, change your perspective, and- Know your worth and know your capabilities is, yeah. is what we kind of patched into that. True. And last one. I can't, you can't read my handwriting? I can't, I can't read your handwriting. What? Even Jesus had critics. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, true. whether you Still are does. a Christian, <laughs> right, whether you're a Christian or not, like, go back and look in history, like, he he- was a man he it's he's real so he was a perfect person who did no wrong and he still has people and had people who hated him so my point there is just realizing that not you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea and it's oh oh i know trust me (laughs) yeah see it's still something i deal with i still get my feelings hurt i don't want somebody to not like me but i have to go through these reasons or these steps and this understanding of what what why don't they like me what's what's going on with them because i'm pretty cool you're but they amazing. don't like me. <laughs> well, so even Jesus had critics is an interesting point because I think it also segues into like, huh, like your problems aren't unique mm-hmm. when it comes to that. It's like, yeah, like you're going to have haters. It You've probably heard it before, but it's so true. If you don't have haters, you're not playing big enough. I hate the word haters, though. It sounds so If you lame. don't have people who are hating on you, <laughs> you're not playing big enough. And it's true. It's true. Right. So, so literally you, you. You can take the people that you want to be, and I promise you, there's so many people who are against them, trying to create a narrative against them in some way, shape, or form, whatever. Right. You know. But again, like no matter how much of a do-gooder or how do much gooder. of anything, seriously, I mean, you could look at the best charity out there, the best nonprofit, the best philanthropist, and they're going to have people attacking them. Well, why are you giving money to that and not that? And why yeah. you don't, you know, just so at the end of the day. Oh, yeah, it's perfect. Jeff Bezos gave, uh, a hundred, he gave a hundred thousand dollars to a food bank during COVID and some a-hole got on Twitter and was like, Jeff Bezos only gave a hundred thousand dollars. Did you guys know it, like in the average family salary, that would only be like 20 bucks. I'm like, 
<laughs> F yourself, dude. It's a hundred thousand right. dollars. Again, there's critics. Hundred thousand dollars of impact from me or Jeff Bezos is still gonna do the same thing. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like well, that's a whole other story on break. entitlement because somebody's right. got something and yeah. Right, right. But it's true, it's true. At the end of the day, you cannot please everybody. Like so, as I said, even yeah. Jesus couldn't please everybody. It's true. So you have to realize your problems aren't unique. Can't please everybody. Just do just be who you were made to be. Just be true to yourself. As corny as that sounds. And if you don't know who that is. I told is, you 98 degrees, dude. Again, be true. Go ahead, Chris. <laughs> true yourself. Oh, my gosh. His, his twin is the singer she of can the sing. two. She can. Oh, wait. Um, she might be on TV this week. Yeah. This is the week, actually, of that show. So but I don't think. think you no, think you can sing? I think no, I can see you seven. sing. I can see, I can see your you voice. Sing. Yeah, but, but. I can see your voice, I think it is. I can see your voice. <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. No one's gonna watch it. It's, okay. it's, it's only on Fox. That's not a big network. <laughs> right. It's, right. Anyways. Anyway. So that's that. I think at the end of the day, we just want you to take from this is oh, true to yourself. That's corny when you say like, oh, be true to yourself. And maybe you don't know who you are at your core. Like, but that's where the beauty of this comes in like you have again we're giving you permission we're giving you the right to not that yes. we have the authority to do that but we want you to know like you no, can we do because we are we are where people would want to be in that aspect yeah right? so so take if a you look want to do yeah, yeah so basically take, take a look inward and start to reflect on these things and start to look at why you have trouble with x y or z like chris was able to channel his fear of dancing which i didn't even know all the way back to junior high in some silly event which again might in itself seem silly but obviously shaped something in him because he felt embarrassed and rejection and yada yada so yep. i think that's cool even so, though the girls wanted to dance me but but i wouldn't do it i know i, oh, di gosh, I did slow dance girls. and my first slow dance was to three doors down um Baby, yeah. What was our my first lonely dance? mind? Yeah. And that's all for the episode. I'm kidding. <laughs> ours was, ours was in sync. This I promise you. Yeah, that was our wedding song. Super corny, but come on, guys. Okay, but listen. Listen to the words. When Chris and I very first hung out, he played that song, and I remember thinking, he's like, I love this song. I was like. <laughs> I was like Okay, this is a man after my own heart because I have always been an in sync fan girl, right. and that's when I knew. Yep. That you were the one. <laughs> there it is. It's, it's really that simple, guys. For those of you who aren't married yet or on your way to marriage, it's, right. you know, what's your favorite song? Boom. Got anything else, babe? I think that's all. I think our kids just got home, so we need to, like, Wrap, skedaddle. Wrap it up. Yeah. If you want us to get a babysitter. <laughs> just kidding. I already <laughs> said that, didn't I? Um, no, for real, though, guys, we really, I, like we said earlier, this is all about the ripple of effect of impact for us and so if something in this episode impact resonated you. with you impacted you or you know somebody who will please go ahead and share it the best compliments you can give us are sharing our episodes subscribing to the show obviously five star reviews and buying us a coffee so there you go or, or messaging us we love hearing honestly that is probably the best even though it doesn't take the show further it just takes it, our motivation our, further. yeah it gives us affirmation like, like anything you know you can like feel negative mind chatter perfectionism all these different things all the yeah. things we shared today it's true. uh like oh should we even be running a podcast blah you know and then someone reaches out and says dude like my therapist told me to listen to your podcast right and that like, gives us so much excitement like, and affirmation and apparently there's a therapist in florida that likes our podcast and has recommended so to like 10 people we're like this is nuts right so random or more importantly to me the the women who have reached yeah. out to me and be like oh my gosh 
thank you for speaking your story because that's my story too. And I, I would, yeah. I'm afraid to share it and all this stuff like yeah. that kind of stuff. Like, or you helped me view this differently. Now I can heal from something I've not healed from that. Mm. That is actually the best comment. Just telling yes. us how, how something has impacted you. So it's true. Thanks guys. We uh, appreciate you listening. All right. Thanks.